Hello and welcome to my consultant where we give you the latest updates about Canada immigration. We will start this week's episode by disclosing how Canada is supporting Ukraine's critical energy needs, followed by a new pathway to permanent residency for Afghan extended family members and opening of a new application center in Manila. Next, I will share everything you need to know about postgraduate work permit that is PGWP and Tishina will discuss the significance of fraud prevention month. This episode of My Consultant is brought to you by Scotia Bank. As Ukraine continues to defend itself against the Russian invasion, Canada will continue to show its support. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, alongside the Minister of Foreign Affairs, announced new multifaceted support for Ukraine to help address its critical energy and security needs. Canada plans to donate seven electrical transformers. This will help repair Ukraine's power grid which has been devastated by Russia's attacks on civilian infrastructure. These transformers will enable Ukrainians to once again have power in their homes and be able to use their basic electric appliances. Furthermore, in coordination with the European Union, Canada announced an additional $3 million in funding to support mine action in the Ukraine. The purpose of this funding is to add to the recovery and reconstruction efforts in the Ukraine. This complements the over $32 million in funding that Canada is already providing to support mine action in Ukraine. Canada wants to ensure Ukrainians have the tools they need to address the horrific consequences of President Putin's war. The government of Canada remains committed to resettling at least 40,000 Afghans by the end of 2023 including the extended family members of former language and cultural advisors who supported the government of Canada during its mission in Afghanistan and are at risk of being targeted by the Taliban. IRCC has opened the application process to the extended family members under a new temporary public policy. Applicants must currently live in Canada and provide a declaration confirming their residence as the part of the application process. They must also have been employed by National Defence in Afghanistan between 2001 and 2021. How quickly approved applicants can arrive in Canada will depend on factors such as where applicants currently live, how country conditions impact Canada's ability to process their application and whether applicants have the required documents to support their travel. As a Pacific nation, Canada recognizes that the Indo-Pacific region will play a significant role in Canada's future. On behalf of the Minister of Immigration, Refugees and Citizenship, a new application processing center has been opened in Manila, Philippines. 
This initiative will support Canada's Indo-Pacific strategy and help boost immigration application processing within Canada's centralized network as well as abroad. At its core, Canada's Indo-Pacific strategy has five strategic objectives and initiatives that will allow Canada to achieve priorities that range from promoting peace to building a sustainable and greener future. The new centre is located within Canada's embassy in Manila and will be supported by 37 new employees. By expanding its presence overseas, Canada is making strategic investments with the goal of bringing more people to Canada, whether to visit, study, work or immigrate permanently. The post-graduation work permit has seen a significant rise in popularity among international students. The program allows international graduates to work and build their life in Canada after graduation. The post-graduation work permit that is PGWP is a popular program among international students who want to gain work experience and stay back in Canada after completing their studies. Applicants can start submitting their applications as soon as they have received an official transcript and a letter confirming their program completion. Applicants have six months to submit their application. Required documents include degree or diploma, transcript and a letter from college. Here are a few quick facts about the post-graduation work permit. The program offers an open work permit that allows graduates to work for any Canadian employer. The work permit can be valid for any length of time between 8 months and 3 years, depending on the length of the applicant's program of study. A PGWP will not be issued for a duration longer than the applicant's duration of study in Canada. Generally, the PGWP will be approximately the same duration as the applicant's period of study, as long as more than 50% of your program is conducted via in-person classes, you are eligible for a PGWP equal to the duration of your program of study. If you studied part-time, the length of your PGWP will be the length of your program of study if taken full-time. To be eligible for the post-graduation work permit, you must be at least 18 years old and have studied full-time in Canada in a program of at least 8 months. The study program must have been completed in a designated learning institution, that is DLI. Also, to apply for a work permit, you must apply within the first 180 days of completion of your study program. The post-graduation work permit is a valuable opportunity for international students who want to gain Canadian work experience and increase their chances of getting permanent residency in Canada. If you want to learn more about the post-graduation work permit, then please visit Canada.ca. March, the month of spring. March. The month we celebrate women's historical contributions to our global society. March symbolizes many things. And for Canada's Border Service Agency officers, March is Fraud Prevention Month. 
the Canada Border Service Agency, or CBSA, is reminding individuals of scams they may encounter, what they look like, and how to avoid becoming a victim. The CBSA will never contact individuals by email, web, text message, or telephone to ask for personal information or payment. This includes social insurance numbers, passport numbers, or banking details. For mail packages, the CBSA may contact recipients or importers to clarify packless declaration details. However, if you receive a call telling you that you must pay duty and taxes on an item that the CBSA is holding and threatens penalties, including jail time, understand this is a scam. Canada Post is responsible for collecting taxes and duties on a mail package prior to being delivered to the recipient. Ignore fraudulent web pages or apps posing as a RiveCan, electronic travel authorization, and asking for money. A RiveCan is free and secure. Keep in mind, today's technology is ever-growing in sophistication. Some frauds and scammers are imitating federal government services to gain access to your personal and financial information. In some cases, telephone calls may display numbers and employee names that appear to be from the CBSA. Emails may contain CBSA logos, email addresses, even employee names and titles to mislead the public. Be on alert if someone is claiming to be from the CBSA and is contacting you to request personal information, such as your social insurance number, your credit card number, banking account number, passport number, or is demanding money. If you find yourself in this situation, please ignore, hang up, and report the incident to the Canadian Anti-Fraud Center. That is all for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please be sure to click the bell icon to subscribe to the My Consultant YouTube channel and get notified for our latest videos. For more information on the topics covered, please visit myconsultant.ca where you can contact an authorized immigration and citizenship consultant. I'm Tashina Thompson. I am Tina Batra and we'll see you next week. Oh.